This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Virginia only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 532 3500. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're now listening to Boomsies with Dan O'Toole on the Bet Rivers Network. Some, some springtime beats. Ryan Shepard. Ryan Shepard. New song out. Get it on Spotify called The Smoke. What a guy. Welcome to Boomsies. I'm Dan O'Toole. Former professional broadcaster. Now, professional podcaster. And if you think back to when Jay and I started, we were like uh, one of the first to market with a podcast. 2009, I believe we started ours. I think I've told this story before. Pitched it to the bosses. They're taped an hour. They're like, nope. Needs to be five minutes. What's that now? Yeah, podcast, five minutes. That's all people have time for. But you aren't even out of the driveway. Five minutes. Those people are still employed. That makes perfect sense. Oh, gee, I... Tiptoeing. I didn't mention any companies. I'm good. They can go f*** themselves. (coughs) (coughs) Sorry, I apologize. (laughs) How's everyone doing? This is Boomsies episode 65. The Eric Sven Gunner Carlson episode. 920 games played in the NHL. And this is 14th year. Eric Carlson had his best season statistically. 25 goals, 101 points. And from all indications of people I know that have been around him, all around good dude. Eric Carlson, number 65. Stanley Cup playoffs are underway. Eric Carlson, not a part of them. They finished 29th in the league. The San Jose Sharks, not in the playoffs. Gave my picks the, uh, for the first round on the old uh, social media there yesterday. I don't pick the the length of the series. You don't need to know that. 
You just need to know the winner of the series. I don't need to know if it's going to be in four or going to be in seven. You pick the winner of the series. You pick the winner of the series. Here's what you got. Bruins and Panthers. I like the Bruins. Monty behind the bench. My buddy. Come on. (laughs) Come on. Stars wild. I have seen zero minutes, zero seconds of either team until I watched game one. And uh, the wild won game one, right? Yeah, the wild won game one. I'm still going with the stars. Let me confirm here. I have an app, the Bet Rivers app that tells me all the scores. They tell me everything I need to know. Yeah, the uh, wild won in overtime. Double overtime. Didn't stay up for that one. Stayed up for the uh, end of the Oilers and Kings, though. Game one went to overtime. Oilers, eh, I thought they were going to have to win every game 8-6. They still might have to. Still taking the Oilers over the Kings. Devils Rangers was thinking Devils, but New York has Igor in net. And anyone who has an Igor, I don't bet against. Leafs, Bolts, Tampa, they're tired. Leafs have all the motivation. Get out of the first round. Leafs fans admit this first round is their Stanley Cup. So I'm taking the butts. Knights and Jet. Gents. <laughs> There's a new name, the Winnipeg Gents. Hmm, the gentlemen? No, the gents. The Winnipeg Gents. Knights and Jets. I think every pundit pick the Knights and not this guy. The Jets, they have motivation. They spend every winter in Winnipeg, the Canadian cold. As you know, if you're a Canadian, it does things to you. So the Jets have something in them that the Knights don't have living in the desert. The Jets have been starved of daylight and heat for months at a time. The Jets are winning this series. Cracking and abs. We have Ed Olchuk coming up on uh, Friday, Friday. He works on the Kraken broadcast team even before I talked to him. I wrote down here, I just think Seattle can do it. Avs also a tired bunch. Seattle under the radar. Plus, it'd be great for their fan base. Now, it should be noted that I didn't tune in for the regular season of the of the NHL. I watched more hockey on the first night of the Stanley Cup playoffs than I did all season. And you're, if you're actually sitting there thinking like, whoa, you call yourself a fan. No, I just feel like it. It just... It, the regular season just doesn't do it for me. But now, there will not be a single night that I don't watch at least three periods, four periods of hockey from now until the end of the season. The postseason just hits different because it's not a, it's not a Tuesday night game in February. Where you're watching and you're like, what am I doing here? 
Every team that's still alive now has a shot. The slate has been wiped clean. There's nothing like the Stanley Cup playoffs. As I was getting ready for the puck drop, uh, going about uh, regular dad stuff, noticed my hot tub needed to be empty because that uh, that hot tub water it had been there all winter. That water was growing new water. Actually, that water was so old it was sick of it was sick and tired of being water. It was like I'm I'm done. I've been floating around in here for months. Get me out of here. So I set it free. Getting pretty good at siphoning. Oh, I found a new uh, new trick to siphoning. So I've got an old hose there. Usually I do the old... I've got too many mouthfuls of uh, hot tub water, though. Now I get the old wet dry vac, put the end of that on that hose there. It gets that siphon going. So... Having a cedar tub, you get some like a buildup of, I don't know, calcium or algae or who, who, who knows what's on there. So talk to the people that sent it to me. Got my, uh, my cedar tub from a place in Winnipeg. Called up the, the gang there. And the guy's like, get a high pressure spare. Get it in there. I do it once a year. I'm like done. Called up my buddy, Brian Bickle. Said, Bixie, I don't have a sprayer. You got one? I got you covered, Tilsey. So I go pick that up, and Bixie's got a great one. He's got a John Deere gas-powered high-pressure sprayer. So I, uh, first pull started that baby, baby. And, uh, I, I gotta tell you, I don't know if you've ever borrowed something from a, a friend and when you get it for its intended purpose, you start realizing I can get a lot of shit done with this. Cause once I got done spraying that hot tub, I'm like, I, I need to wash the windows of the house. Got that done. Okay. This deck needs to be sprayed down. Then I'm looking at my vehicle. I'm like, Hmm, wonder what color paint is under that color of paint. I was about to clean my teeth with it when I'm like, okay, I got, I'm, I've gone too far. Birds flying by. Well, he needs a good wash. Cats are at the door. I had to walk away from, I had to walk away from that power. Cause there's nothing like a good, like the Simonized ones you get at Canadian tire. Hey, hats off to Canadian tire. I love your store, but you don't sell these bad boys that can take pieces of grass out of your lawn. That took chunks of wood out of my, there's a hole in my hot tub now. There's a leak in my hot tub because of that high pressure sprayer. But it brought me back when I had that, all that power in my hands Took me back to my farm where I grew up on a farm because one of my jobs 
growing up on a farm. This is very, very strange to admit. Was after the pigs were put in a pen to, to have sex. I was the cleanup crew with the high pressure sprayer. So my job as a child on a farm was to spray out the pig's sex dungeon when they were done. And if you're keeping track, add that to my other job, which was to feed the castrated testicles of pigs to the barn cats and to drown runt pigs in pails of water. And people ask, how did you end up in rehab, Dan? Just play them this podcast. I've never all put it all together and thought about all those tasks. And when you're a young child, just forming opinions and thoughts on things and your philosophy on life. And those are three of your jobs. You kind of gloss over. Or you're not really rattled by things because you've been so desensitized. Would I be? I don't know. But having all that power and that high pressure sprayer brought me back to that sex dungeon. Thanks for the use of the high pressure sprayer there, Bix. You're you're a good guy, bud. Hot tub. After this, I got to become Jacques Cousteau. Got to go underwater, find that leak. And plug her up. That's my task for the day. Aside from getting out our viewer feedback, listener feedback, I believe we have some voicemails. Uh, best uh, email, best uh, phone call gets the CHL prize pack, 289-796-2001. I think that's the number. I should know it by now. 289-796-2001. Boomsies. And uh, our email is yeah, let's talk at gmail.com. That's YA, let's talk at gmail.com. Let's hear our voicemails for this week. Hey, Dan O'Toole. Uh, what's up? It's uh, Scott Stricker here from Regina. And uh, I decided to put uh, Tim Horn's restaurant PSI trailer into chat GPT for you. And this is what it came up as. In a small town, a Tim Horns restaurant is the hub of the community. But when a body is discovered in the parking lot, the peaceful town is rocked to its core. The local police baffled by the crime scene, but they soon discovered that the key to solving the case may be hidden within the walls of the Tim Horns itself. As investigation unfolds, Secrets are uncovered and tensions rise. Will the detectives be able to crack the case and bring the killer to justice? Or will this Tim Hortons become a permanent crime scene? Find out in this thrilling new CSI trailer, Murder at 
Tim. Yow! Hope you enjoyed that. See you, Bob. Scott from Regina really going to town on our CSI Tim Hortons theory. Not theory, idea. It was very vague what chat GPT came up with. Very vague. But it didn't dismiss it. So chat GPT's on board. Scott's on board. I'm on board. CSI Tim Hortons is going to be made and become a long-running hit on maybe global. Global. Hey. I'm open to chat too. Global, CBC, those are the only two networks in Canada. So we'll go with one of them. Let's have another voicemail. Hey, bud. How are you now? So I wanted to take a word of your advice there. Give someone a hug. Walked into the bank the other day. Going to pay some bills at the old machine. The BMO. There was this fellow ahead of me in line. He was like shaking his head and sighing and all this stuff. I thought, here's my chance. So I snuck up behind him and wrapped my big old arms around him. Turns out some people don't want to hug bugs, believe it or not. <laughs> okay. So I always end every podcast with, give someone a hug but i should now preface it with make sure you know the person and they aren't standing with your back they're back to you at an atm great intentions wrong execution is that it for the voicemails hey dan timsey it's joe archer um dan glad you made it out alive of the uh, farm there um my brother Greg, who listens to the pod, also reminded me of a story. Uh, my uh, brother Denzel was uh, running in the barn, uh, just a family friend's barn. <laughs> Fell through the barn floor, caught a nail on the way down, had to get some stitches. I've never seen a Ford Taurus wagon just uh, pintail to the hospital so fast. And like you, when I was at the uh, at a softball game for my mom, I uh, fell off the slide and broke my arm. And, and uh, so my mom yells out to my dad, give him a Pepsi. If he stops crying, he's faking it. If he's still crying, take him to the hospital. So I went to the hospital that day. Um, <laughs> anywho, uh, question for you. Have you ever had a case of the sneaky burps? You know, when you're just talking and a burp just runs right through you? And if so, anything on air? I've always just wondered if that ever happened. Anyways, love you guys. Have a good one. Bye. Joe, that was a great phone call. Told a story. Ask a question. And he gave new meaning to the Pepsi challenge. So if you think a kid has broken their arm, give them a Pepsi. If they enjoy it, arm's not broken. If they're still crying, it's broken. That's the Pepsi challenge. Or if you hand them a Pepsi and they're like, what's this garbage? Give me a Coke. Then you know it's not broken. What's with uh, kids getting severely injured during their parents' baseball games as well. No one supervised us. No one. No one supervised kids back then. That was a common occurrence. Uh, sneaky burp. 
<sighs> nah, because I let them out. They don't sneak up on me. If I have a big swig of a cherry Coke, that burp's coming right out. And if we're in the mood around here, we grade them. Like, yeah, it's a two out of 10 or that's an, it's an eight out of 10. I've never got a 10 out of 10. That's my goal to have a burp graded as a 10 out of 10, but nothing has snuck out on air that I can remember. Sneezes. Yeah. Um, Coughs. Yeah. Laughter. Yep. Tears. Yeah. No burps though. Put that on my uh, resume. If any, if any TV network ever does decide to call me with, with my 24 years of TV experience, no one's called yet, but I can put it on my resume and have him burped on air. No burps on air. I'm, I'm the guy for the job. Any uh, more voicemails? Hi, Dan. This is Drew Stanton calling, and I'm curious to know your take on whether Edmonton should host the next Heritage game, outdoor game, I should say, um, in the near future, and have them have the guests be the Anaheim Ducks, and this way have a throwback uniform for the Oilers and have the Ducks use a gold uniform for the game. So what's your take? And as always, opinions, please. Bye. Drew Stanton, a professional phone caller. Well, Edmonton hosted the first ever outdoor hockey game. I think you've got to spread the wealth until you get it back because other teams would be saying, eh, what about us? And if we not reach the point where we're kind of not bored with them, but the novelty's worn off, should only be one a year. And the Ducks wearing gold vintage uniforms. Sure. Uh, anything old is new again. We get into a great discussion on Friday's Friday episode with that old Chuck talking about uh, old uniforms and how they were saddled with the old baggy jerseys. So much extra material. Good talk about that. Uh, so, Drew Stanton, I don't think I uh, I answered your question. Well, I, I did. I'm all for, I'm all for Canadian cities hosting anything with relation to the NHL or for anything in general. But spread the wealth before Edmonton gets it back, even though it's been 15 years now. Voicemail. That's the end of them. Thanks, buddy. That's the money. Uh, let's get to our emails, and uh, this one's to all three of us. The three being, hey, Dan, Tim, and Z-Money. Dan, you had me laughing so much with your beef about the loud bikes. Okay, if I can jump in here, that's in reference to last week's podcast where I talked about loud motorcycles and what those people are thinking. Heard them again this week, and I said to my daughters, I'm like, what is going through that person's head? to feel the need to have a vehicle that loud, to have no consideration for anyone else in the world, 
to be so consumed with yourself. I just want to step inside that person's brain. Okay, I'll continue with this email. I too am not a fan of those things, but I think I have some insight for you. Motorcyclists do want you to hear them and be jealous. They want to show off. Before they buy a bike, they dream about them. And when they get one, they will flaunt it. And yes, they do hope that ladies or gentlemen will want to have sex with them. I know all this because my husband is one of those bikers and he prays that he'll get lucky with me, of course, if he's riding by. For the record, he also has several other vehicles that are loud and has set off car alarms. I'm with you, Dan. It drives me crazy. At least you don't have to live with it. I really appreciate all the time and work you put, uh, you three put into Boomsies and your sense of humor, openness, and honesty you have with your listeners. I truly believe you help people conquer their own hardships. I have a question for all of you. What has been your favorite part of doing the podcast? Keep up the amazing work. Shauna. Z-Money. Shauna. Poses a question to you. What has been your favorite part of doing the podcast? My favorite part of the podcast, I mean, there's been some great moments, some funny clips, uh, but my favorite part of doing this podcast has been uh, leaving our former employer for uh, our new employers who treat us very well. So that is easily my favorite part. Yeah, baby. Good answer. Um, Is Tim mic'd up? Can he? uh... I don't think Tim is mic'd up. Tim, what's your favorite moment? You can whisper it in my ear. Tim said the laughter and he actually said it like that because something's wrong with Tim's voice and it has been for like several months. He needs to see a doctor. He'll tell me, I have seen a doctor. Well, you should go to a doctor with a doctor's license, Tim. My favorite uh, part of this podcast is uh, been uh, growing a community. Is you listening and joining in and sending emails and sending me notes on uh, on social media going by you on the street people yelling boomsies and I'm like boomsies was nothing a year ago now it's a part of people's vocabulary it's like you're part of a little uh, little club that's what I like Good day. It's JD from Saskatoon. Just a quick hello and update. Today marks 33 days of no drinking. The sober train's rolling on. There are many other fellow listeners who are on the same train. Congrats to you and other fellow listeners who are doing the sober thing. This is your summer. How about them blades being second in our division? Giddy up. Thanks for the encouragement. And as always, Keep up the great work. JD from Saskatoon. JD, you're doing awesome. 33 days. And I don't know how he said Blades being second in their division because he wrote this during the playoffs. And by the time he had written this, the Blades had won the first round. They'd moved out of the first round. Maybe he just wrote something. But JD, keep it up, buddy. He's part of the winning team. This email's titled Harley. Hey there, Bikey O'Toole. 
Loved your bit on those annoying ass Harley riders, even though it was kind of a ripoff of the South Park episode, the F word. Uh, let me interject here. I had never seen the South Park episode about uh, loud bikes. Someone sent me the clip. And you should watch it too. I can't mention anything that happened in that clip because it's not safe for boomsies. Nothing ruins a nice spring morning like an overweight, attention-seeking douche nozzle revving his obnoxiously loud motorcycle while cruising through the neighborhood at dawn. Even worse are the ones with the stereo-blasting ACDC as if to demonstrate what it would sound like if Bond Scott was murdered by a cement mixer full of chainsaws. I think the scientific name for it is small pee-pee syndrome, SPS. It'd be kind of sad if they weren't so annoying. I realize this is not in keeping with your be nice to people mantra, but seriously, those guys. Keep fighting the good fight. You're an inspiration to the rest of us and a reminder that it's never too late to overcome our personal demons. Looking at you, Harley. Cheers, Mike. Thanks, Mike. It's very entertaining email. Uh, We got to get to our uh, CHL prize pack winner. Uh, this is a tough one. Usually I have a, I have a favorite, but I like them all. I liked all the emails. I liked all the uh, voicemails this week. Uh, Z Money, who you got? I'm going to go with Mike only because he uh, introduced me to SPS, which I can now refer to people when I don't like them. They'll have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. SPS. And we had an email last week from um, Roxanne who won the email of the week. And let me just say, she got her CHL prize back. And again, you don't have to listen to these Boomsies episodes in order. You can jump in whenever. But sometimes we refer to previous episodes. So Roxanne sent us an email saying she she was applying to be my friend. And then she wanted us to come to Kamloops for the Memorial Cup. So we're like, and it was, her email was full of F-bombs. The most we've ever received. So Roxanne wrote us another email. She said, hello, gentlemen. Thank you in caps for reading my email last week. I sent it to so many people. Don't tell producer Tim I'm using swears again. Roxanne. What a gem. Mike, also the same with that uh, email heading Harley Effers. You know what we haven't done in so long? We haven't done Boomsies Newsies. We haven't had a, a chance to catch up with uh, producer Tim and Z Money. Z Money looking great. That hair is looking on point. What is the largest you've ever grown that hair? Uh, it's It's gotten out of hand a couple of times. Yeah, uh, when we've worked together, right? It never got yeah. longer than that? Yeah, I, my favorite was at the very start of the pandemic when... Uh, I, I shaved it and cut it off into a mullet. Very uh, Connor Bedard, Patrick Kane-esque. So uh, I have a wedding in a couple of weeks, and I'm thinking I might do that again. Congrats, buddy. I'm so glad you're getting married. <laughs> Not my wedding. Uh, hey, I was talking about the Stanley Cup playoffs, and there was a, a very tiny wager on Bet Rivers that resulted in a massive payout. Can you describe that? Yeah, so this massive parlay, 
uh, an Ontario better put ten dollars down uh, on the on a four pick NHL first goal scorer in last night's game. So he had Sebastian Ajo, David Pasternak, Kirill Kaprizov, and the Deutsch Dangler himself, Leon Dreisaitl. So ten dollars on that four leg parlay, he won. $80,750. So, oh my God. Not a bad payday. So first goal score for each of those games. So you're one out of 40 in each of those games. So 40, 80, uh, 120, 160. That's a lot of players to get it. Bang it. Yeah. Those odds are astronomical. Yeah. Crazy. I, I like those little fun little ones where you throw five, 10 bucks on. And you never, that guy never thought that was coming in. Cause you've probably done the same where you build like a 20 way parlay and you're like, Oh boy, if this comes in, I'm going to win $8 million. But you never fully think it's going to come in. So I, I like hearing those little fun ones again, gamble responsibly. Just do it for fun. Don't, don't remortgage your house. Don't do something dumb. Uh, what else we got in Boomsies newsies? All right, we also have, uh, from a report from uh, Andrew Marchand, or Marchand of the New York Post, MLB players are getting paid $10,000 for doing in-game interviews during play. So players that obviously have been hesitant in the past in doing these in-game interviews, but can you say no to that kind of money? No, so like- you're already being played. To, it's not like you had to show up at the park to do the interview. You're already at work. Sign me up. I would do 13 interviews. Mic me up all game long. I don't give a shit. I'm already at work. I'm working. This is part of my job and I get paid extra. No brainer. So th- I bet you the players can wor- uh, thank their players union for that. 100%. For sure. And like even the money itself. So the games are you know airing on ESPN and Fox, TBS. They're not the ones paying for it. All the money is coming out of a joint MLB and MLBPA account. So... Like it works out for everyone, right? The players are getting these great paydays and the companies don't have to pay for them. Hmm. Wish I was able to dip into a joint account. I haven't had a joint bank account in ooh, long time. There's also pros and cons of a joint bank account. And I've never yet experienced the pros of one. So maybe I'm just fine uh, not having a, a joint bank account. What else you got, buddy? Uh, so this report or the story that Toronto is the friendliest city in the world. Hmm. So Preply, which is an online language learning platform, developed the Community Spirit Index, which is uh, a ranking of 53 cities worldwide based on their friendliness to non-natives. And Toronto ranks number one. So they worked a couple things through. So uh, friendly staff... So basically, are the friendly staff at you know stores and restaurants in the area? The return rate of visitors, community respects, community respect. Sorry, acceptance of diversity, happiness, and ease of communicating through a common language. Any other Canadian cities make the list? So Toronto's at number one, and one more city made it. They're number six. Any guesses? Vancouver. Not Vancouver. Montreal. Montreal, and they're at number six. So uh, hmm. the top 10. Where's is, Orono? Uh, Orono, it's got to be, it's, I only have the top 20 on this list, so they must be 21. 
See, if you rank this little small town, because it doesn't matter if you're from Australia, if you're from Russia, if you're from wherever in the world, if you're walking down the street here, you're getting a hello if you're passing someone. Every single person gets a hello. You, you stop, uh, you ask directions, which if you're lost in this town, you got something wrong in your life. Um, but I'm sure there was probably a specification. The city had to be over a million people or something, but I don't know. Toronto, it's no one's mean in Toronto, but I, I don't find it overly friendly because as Canadians, we are not standoffish. We're shy. Like when I would walk around in America, when I lived in LA, I found the people friendlier in America than they are in Canada. Not to say Canadians aren't friendly. It's just, we're very reserved. So we don't go out of our way to make a, make a scene and say hi to someone we don't know. Cause we just, we, I don't want to, I don't want to upset them. So that was my my take on things. What was the highest ranked American city on that friendliest city? New York City came in at number what? five. Come on! Okay, this even New Yorkers would tell you that's bullshit. So okay, we're disregard everything said in that. Uh, everything said in that survey. What else you got? Uh, we got a, a little entertainment news. There is a new movie coming out that might be right up your alley. Chris Evans, uh, Captain America. He's in discussion to star in a movie based on the board game Hungry Hungry Hippos. Okay, okay. I like this. Uh, I have a backstory on Hungry Hungry Hippo. Before I had kids, my, uh, my oldest brother, uh, they had their firstborn, and I sent him... Hungry, hungry hippo. I had never remembered playing the game, but I bought it at a probably Toys R Us, wrapped it up, sent it to him. Makes its way to Vancouver. A couple weeks later, I get a phone call and I, I pick it up and all I hear is like a thunderstorm. I'm like, that there must be hail there or something. And it was my brother. And he said, there was a hungry, hungry hippo game going on. He said, thanks for the game. It's really peaceful. And I never forgot that sound. I'm like, I didn't think a game could be that loud. And then in the years, uh, years go on and I have my kids, my own, and we got hungry, hungry hippo. And it is deafening. If you are on the verge of a breakdown as a parent and hungry, hungry hippo comes out, Goodbye. Goodbye, sanity. So are there details on how they will make Hungry Hungry Hippo into a movie? So from what I remember reading, Chris Evans, uh, his daughter in the movie is like saving the hippos from uh, a zoo. I, I guess you'll feed them at some point. But I mean, board game movies never do really well, right? Like uh, there was Jumanji. Jumanji. Jumanji, okay, yeah, that I, that might be the you know uh, exception to the rule, but like, I don't, yeah, as Tim points it out, wasn't it wasn't a real, real game. Oh, did they ever make Guess Who into a movie? 
Because they should. They should. I mean, so they had Battleship. They had Clue, which had Tim Curry and Christopher Lloyd. They even made one, like a Ouija board game or movie. But like, I don't understand how they haven't made a Monopoly movie yet or Operation. Like, there are some other board games that you could definitely do something. I'd love to watch Operation that bring that guy to life. He's just walking around with open wounds and people poking at him. Uh, Speaking of Guess Who... We've got the the new version where um, the game doesn't fall apart as soon as you like flip it upside down. So it holds together very well. But I walked in and my kids and their friends, you know, they're bored out of their mind when teenagers are playing Guess Who? But they had come up with a new way to ask questions because the standard are, is it a man? Is it a woman? Do they have glasses? Are they bald? Are they black? Are they white? They were asking questions like, do you see this person working at a library or does this person, would they creep you out if they were next to you on a bus or something? So they had gone to a new realm of asking questions and I'm like, brilliant because the standard questions got boring. So I want, I want to hear how you play guess who and the questions you ask to make it different because I'm all for that. And I'm all for a guess who movie. That thing could be fantastic. There are a lot of creeps in that. A lot of creeps in that game. What's that? What's next? That's all the news I got for today. Oh, amazing buddy. Jumanji was not a game. Hmm. Did they ever make it into a board game after the movie? Or was it always just a fictional game? They did make one. So the movie was made and then just like Pretty Woman. It's not a board game. (laughs) Pretty Woman was not turned into a board game. But I can see that you got the Monopoly board and you're like, okay, I'm turning this corner now. Okay. Pretty woman's on this stretch. I wonder if I'm going to land on her, land on her section. I don't know how to phrase that to be politically correct, but maybe we could turn that into a game, but they are turning pretty woman into a Broadway musical. That movie's still a classic. Jason Alexander, played George Costanza on Seinfeld. He's in that super creep. He plays a super creep. Richard Gere is fantastic. Julia Roberts, that's the movie that made her a star. I'm going to go back and watch that. Watch that with the kiddos. I don't think they've ever seen it. Uh, In the meantime, Julie Stewart Binks and I will be doing a a live post-game show on YouTube after each Leafs game. So watch out for that. We've got uh, Friday, Friday with Ed Olchek coming out this week. 
Lots of things in the hopper, and we're glad you're a part of it. And uh, congrats again to JD on 33 days. Uh, awesome, awesome news. If you think you, you have a problem with uh, alcohol or drugs, guess what? You do. If you think you do, you do. And you want to talk about it with someone? Send us an email. Just put it in there that you don't want to read on air. Send me a direct message on uh, Twitter, on Instagram. Whatever you want. We're here for you. You aren't alone in this. Make sure you hug someone that is expecting a hug. Don't hug a stranger from behind. And be nice. It doesn't cost you anything. Welcome to Boomsies with Dan Tuzi. Live from Orno in the heart of Ontario. Oh, baby, Boomsies. Thanks for listening to Boomsies.